You're like a sexy server's kilt. You're tilted. Exactly. Exactly. Are the servers um are the servers both men and women at tilted kilt? I doubt it. I think it's probably just women. I'm assuming um you know cuz like women perverts don't go to restaurants. Yeah, no, they don't like to eat food. No, they don't eat food, so um I mean, they don't eat wings, at least. I think it's a shame. It's just another sign of, like, uh, women stealing something, the kilt, that was meant for men. It's true. It's true. That's just that's just uh, kilt appropriation. Like, to, to go to a tilted kilt restaurant where all these women are being, like, harassed and exploited and, being, yeah. and like, being mad at the fact that they're wearing a, a men's article of clothing. Yeah, it's, just, it's really just insulting to men. Yeah, just another thing we can't have for ourselves. The, the kill. It's true. They just take everything. It's those uh, son, son, sons of bitches. That, I mean, that's what they want. They want to be sons of bitches, you know. They'll, we're the sons of bitches. Oh, that's true. They're, they're the daughters of... Daughters of bitches sounds really like... It sounds way worse. Yeah, they, it should be daughters of chaos. Oh... Because we learned from Jordan B. Peterson that chaos is the feminine energy. It's the, the feminine side <laughs> to the masculine order. It's um, true. Yeah. So uh, I mean, have you seen how the tides work? Daughters of Chaos would definitely be like the all-female reboot of Sons of Anarchy. All their daughters like start their own biker gang? Yeah, and then all like the fake dentist bikers are mad about it. <laughs> Like you get this politics off my dirt bag bikers TV show. They're just riding sportsters. Those are chick bikes. The liberals are destroying California, and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist California today. So stay tuned. We're going to take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. Stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly what. Uh, we'll show you exactly what it looks like when uh, the uh, I'm Alexander Edward, and I'm Tony Boswell, and we are Minion Death Cult. The world is ending. Uh, the Pope is responsible. We're documenting it. What's up, everybody? We are back from tour, baby. Yes. Good good to be home. I want to be, like, really energetic about us being done with tour, you know? Like, how you're supposed to do that leading up to tour and, like, get people excited. Hey, everybody, get a load of this. We are done with tour. Stay home and listen to us <laughs> while we're not on tour. We are still in your, your, your headphones and your cars, but we are not on tour. Coming at you from our living rooms. <laughs> from your living rooms. Yeah, uh, this is a living room show now, folks. Um, yeah, we're back from tour. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks again to Street Fight for having us on. Um, shout out to the person at the Che Cafe who uh, had a that awful sound minion death cult Street Fight crossover question. Yeah, that, that was, was perfect. Very fun. <laughs> that was very funny and uh, yeah, cool to hear. Um, that question, of course, was uh, what's the best new metal song? Uh, I said uh, Roots 
by Sepultura because it was uh, about the slave trade. <laughs> giving, well, it, it giving... was specifically what song would be the new national anthem. That's right, and that you and, and you pick that one, which is which is which was a great answer, and ruined so all of our stupid answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really set the tone for that one. Yours liked... was like actually like thoughtful and made sense. Uh, mine was just uh, what I thought would be funny. <laughs> which was what was yours? I think break stuff. Break I say stuff. Break stuff. Yeah. yeah break stuff. That's by the good. Biscuit. Yeah. I mean that makes sense, you know, like throwing uh, tea into the harbor, wealthy landowners protesting taxation, just breaking shit for yeah, no reason. Exactly, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, we're back from tour. I'll, I'll admit it's going to be a little, little hard to to settle back into the routine of you know not entertaining a room full of people in front of us, not having them scream our names, Alex, Tony, Minion, Death Cult, woo. Yeah. You know, I mean, I realize, like, all of you at home are screaming our names uh, still, but it it's different when you can't hear it in the same room. Oh, I've actually had to, like, I've taken a bunch of footage from, like, Motley Crue DVDs um, of the crowd, and I just have that playing in the background of my computer right now, so I'm like... It's what feels like I'm on stage again, because that's similar to how our crowds were, but much yeah. like the raucous Motley Crue uh, crowds of the 80s. It was gratifying to see that our target audience was who actually showed up uh, during the live shows, which was uh, a bunch of platinum blonde slash totally white-haired men and women in their uh, late 60s mm-hmm. wearing um, those sort of fashionably cut-up tank tops, uh, bedazzled fashion jeans. It was just absolutely difficult. losing their minds. It was difficult to uh, sometimes talk over the sound of snapping bubblegum um, <laughs> that was going on throughout the entire show. <laughs> but that was. But it, it, we got over that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was funny because right when uh, I got back from tour, so I took a week and a day of vacation off in order to do this tour, and the day I was supposed to come back from tour come back to work uh i got called in to serve my country on on a jury right the day after my uh vacation ended and so i was like thank god for this like authentic piece of paper that i can show to my boss and prove to him that this like weird coincidence i'm not making it up i have another day off from work exactly the day when i get back from vacation um and I just I wanted to, I wanted to relay this story because it, it's funny and stupid and weird. Uh, I get to jury duty and um, you know it's a lot of waiting around. It's a lot of not knowing whether or not you're gonna even make it into a the, like the jury selection process. Uh, we finally get in there, and the judge is giving her spiel about what a what a duty it is and how it's you know you're serving your country which is great to hear you know other people serve their countries besides the obvious ones and halfway through her spiel she says okay now i want you to i want you to start applauding i want everybody to start clapping as loud as you can <laughs> clap uh clap like you're clapping for some somebody you love some something you really enjoy and so i i my dumbass like she'd been going over the procedure and like how we're going to be doing the jury's the the jury selection service and like you know all the technical details of this process and so i thought we were doing like an audio demonstration of how (laughs) 
how the acoustics were in the courtroom, you know, like, <laughs> or you have to speak up, or this is how the sound is going to reverberate, or don't whisper because it carries through the chamber. I love that you're like an audio nerd, and you're like, yes, we must be testing the acoustics of the room before we proceed with justice. Well, it's a weird thing to ask, and so I was like, what is the reason for this? And then when we were uh, done clapping, she said, you just applauded for the American judicial system. Fucking got you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Shit. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> got Isn't me. Isn't that like entrapment? Isn't that like... It is entrapment. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's complete entrapment. I was pissed. I was I was just like, S in my damn H. <laughs> Fucking got me. Got, got me in a, a self-described leftist applauding the American judicial system. Um, I like to imagine that they really do get off on that every single time. Like, a fucking these, these goddamn suckers don't even know what they're getting for right now. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, it's just like... I, I, I'm not really like that paranoid, but now I have a new rule. I'm never going to applaud f if, you, if you don't know what you're applauding for. Never Good applaud. Good move. I am that more, I'm more skeptical of that than I am of like the iTunes service agreement. <laughs> I will click that shit before I applaud blindly ever again. You're going to record your own version of that Tech 9 song? But instead of, you know, like assaulting your mom, you're just like clapping for the judicial system. <laughs> <laughs> okay, immortal technique? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, more technique, yeah, yeah. Oh, one okay. of those one of those fucking guys. Yeah, yeah. In the end it re it's revealed that you were actually clapping for America KKK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dance danced with the devil by applauding in a courtroom. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get the meme song wrong? I I don't know. I don't I I don't think I'm allowed to like know those rappers that well. I think it kind of goes against my whole thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't like know like Tech Nine or Moral. They're the same to me. Yeah. Tech Nine and Moral Technique and um, Sage Francis are all the same person in my head. <laughs> um, and so another interesting thing that happened. So I can talk about this now. Um, but the the case was about sexual or domestic violence and domestic abuse so like a lot of people when i posted about the applause thing a lot of people were like jury nullification do jury nullification and i was like well this is like domestic abuse and it's not like um i mean it is the state bringing charges against somebody but maybe let's hear it out this time yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe let's see what happened basically um and it was funny there were you know they ask you like is there any reason that you feel like you might be unable to like decide or listen to this case in an unbiased way and more than a couple people said that they would not be able to hear the case in an unbiased way because they believe victims of domestic abuse too damn much <laughs> i'm not joking <laughs> That's, like, I, I, could you imagine like how do they how would you formulate saying that like how? Well, I I don't know. I just um, I I just believe him too much. I this guy has no chance. I, I, I they don't yeah. stand a chance against uh, against me believing love, them regardless. I'd love to serve, but I'm just t too much of an ally, <laughs> too good of an ally <laughs> to to decide in favor of a domestic abuse victim. And, and like, and that whole logic is saying that you know, you might accidentally believe believe a liar. 
is what that logic is saying. It, it's just I don't want to undermine the judicial system by ruling in favor of a domestic a victim of domestic violence. Because yeah, people will yeah. see that and they'll know something's up. If like we get justice for this person. <laughs> They'll know. They'll know what some, something's fishy there. <laughs> They'll know we cheated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just. Uh, juror, I, juror 22. Uh, there's not that many jurors. But uh, I, I see you have a tweet from uh, 2016, uh, hashtag MeToo. Um, you can no longer participate in this, this jury. Uh, you've been dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. Just like performatively woking yourself out of actually helping someone yeah out of exactly uh i i just yeah i thought that was incredible one woman was a lawyer who did like i she said she did seven years maybe in like civil and criminal courts and became a corporate lawyer because she could no longer stomach the injustices that were being done to people of color oh oh my god (laughs) Oh my god! But like, not not like in corporate law, we're like, oh my god, just Listen. totally missing the dark the spot here. Well, not only that, not only like how disgusting corporate law is. I mean, you know, although that's like corporations uh, warring among themselves a lot of the time. But yeah, not only that, but just like God, I saw how fucked up it was for people of color in criminal court. So I just had to remove myself from yeah. that situation. I couldn't <laughs> I handle could, it. I couldn't help. I couldn't I, help him out. I couldn't stomach. I couldn't stomach being around such state violence. You know, <laughs> that's that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rather than again, rather than help him out, I just had to go. I just had to leave. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. So that was really because this is Seattle. So this is like where everyone is super fucking woke. So woke to the point that uh they can't couldn't possibly actually materially help somebody like i said you know when i've been in seattle I, you literally see more black lives matter uh signs than you see actual black people <laughs> yeah and i was down i was down to serve because I, I thought like a you know i'll i'll hear i'll hear what's going on with this case um and b i'll get out of work during peak season which i think would be really funny like that be, would be perfect. Yeah. It would be cool that I wouldn't have to work during peak season. I would very much enjoy that, but I think it would also be very funny. <laughs> and you could like tell me, like, "Oh, I'd really love to come in, but I got to, you know, yeah. Justice has to be served and I have to be part of that process." Yeah. Listen, I'd love to help line your and Jeff Bezos pockets, uh, but I can't. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. So I just I thought that that, w- that was a, f- a funny experience from jury duty. That's pretty wonderful. I, I didn't I, get like, picked. Did not get picked. It's almost unbelievable. I don't, but I don't know I do what did it. it. I don't know why I didn't get picked. But uh, whatever. I think that you just have that look of a person that, that just believes women too much. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. They were like, he doesn't want to have to put himself in a spot where he actually has to help a woman. And he might be considered biased. Yeah. That's wild. <clears throat> that's, that's, that's poetic. Yeah. Uh, I did a couple grandstanding things, though. Like, one of the questions was, like, uh, do you believe that if the accused doesn't uh, take the stand in their own defense that you deserve an explanation or that something is, like, suspicious about the accused not testifying on, on their own behalf? And a couple people were like... Well, yeah, I think I think that'd be weird if, like, why you know, if if you were innocent, why wouldn't you like defend yourself and this, that, and the other? And so I was like, uh, no, you, nobody 
has the, nobody should have to incriminate themselves. Everybody has the Fifth Amendment. You don't you don't need uh, an excuse to to uh, use the Fifth Amendment, and it's still up to the state to prove your guilt. Otherwise, you know. And then a couple of people were like, "Yeah, man, yeah," and then like they all started clapping for me. And then I was like, "See, I'll clap for myself. I will not clap for the judicial system, though." <laughs> This applause is okay. And then you stood up and clapped for yourself. Yeah, well, because I knew what I was clapping for. And that's probably why they had you leave. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. I thought it was just a clapping kind of courtroom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on to today's episode. Um, oh, we got a couple contest winners, don't we, Tony? Yeah, we sure do. Uh, the Patreon selection for the Patreon giveaway for the four amazing coins... Four amazing um, zero cents coins featuring absolutely nothing. Four politicians that make zero cents, except for the money they make off our tax dollars. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so we did pick four uh, Patreon subscribers at random. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you know who that is right now. When we, if you hear your name, please reach out to us with uh, your your info. Let us know. Um, where to send these coins. Yeah, if we don't have your address in the Patreon uh, system, you're not getting your damn coin. So yeah. s- message us on any of the social media we talk about every fucking week. Cool. So the winners are John Bronson, Kirsten Ward, Lance Seattle, and Jay Hinn. Holy shit. Those are some some older names in there. Some older names I recognize. Congratulations, yeah. folks. Yeah, some uh looks like some OG's one, which is awesome. Um yeah, so please reach out to us, let us know where to send those coins, and you will be getting that worthless beautiful coin uh in your mailbox uh soon. Also, uh we have re-upped on stickers. Uh sticker packs will be going out ASAP. Yeah. Um sorry about the delay, really appreciate the patience. I promise they're all coming. Um uh, they will be hopefully arriving the next couple of weeks you don't so, have to um, apologize yeah, we, our asses were on tour our asses were out of the state true so. true 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 yeah so so never mind fuck off uh they're coming when they're coming deal with it we do have to apologize for how beautiful those coins are because you mentioned that they're beautiful coins and that's true but they were not supposed to be beautiful coins they were supposed no. to be <laughs> as blemished and tarnished as the souls of the democratic representatives they bore which um you know in some of the cases is accurate because they are perfectly minted coins they're beautiful and shiny yeah. just like bernie yeah just like bernie who has no flaws never been critical of bernie uh just like bernie's forehead that is <laughs> smooth and unwrinkled <laughs> yeah maybe they went forward in time and got smooth bernie to pose for yeah. the coin <laughs> yeah okay so we weren't planning on talking about this, uh, but something came up last night that we we got to talk about because it's just right in the wheelhouse of this show. Uh, we're talking about Alexander Booth and his standoff with the cops in uh, New York City. This is uh, the Instagram guy, whiskey underscore warrior underscore five five six who was posting stories to Instagram about how he wasn't going to surrender to the cops uh, unless they promised him he wouldn't go to jail. Uh, The screenshot I have here is like him wearing a plate carrier with like a knife sheath in it. 
And uh, the caption says, I told the negotiator, get me something in writing that I won't do jail time or there will be blood. <laughs> and I saw this, like, completely divorced from context. This was, like, the first thing I saw from it. Um, and I just think that that's a funny thing to say to cops. You know, hey, <laughs> promise me I'm not in trouble or I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, some good logic there. I really like it. The confidence of a whiskey warrior is... <laughs> Something I'll never understand. <laughs> yeah, um, and so, like, right-wing millennial slash Xer slash Zoomer Facebook uh, went crazy over this guy uh, because right-wing millennial Xer and Zoomer Facebook is crazy. Yes. Uh, they're extraordinarily bloodthirsty. So something we don't really cover a lot on this show, mostly just because it's, like, less funny than when yeah, uh, it's your, more of a bummer than we like to it. do yeah um, it's like genuinely scary uh, so this guy was posting stories and videos of himself uh, pretty drunk <laughs> hanging out in his attic while the cops were on his street for the record I have no firearms on me whatsoever magazines empty hashtag HSGI, Taco, Boogaloo, whoop whoop! Redcoats, fuck off. I've got the high ground. Don't underestimate my power, Redcoats. This is behind the scenes action. Mildly autistic because, as my handle says, whiskey. Warrior, which, and, and like, just to illustrate, like, why this went viral, you know, a bunch of right-wing pages were posting about the Whiskey Warrior and how epic he was, uh, and how he probably smokes, like, really big cigars, and, like, he probably <laughs> has those whiskey rocks, uh, for oh, his whiskey that you get. They're engraved. <laughs> engraved whiskey rocks. They're engraved whiskey rocks, but they're just engraved with, like, testicle wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, so they're like his, his stones. They call, yeah. He calls them his stones, yeah. yeah. He's, they're, they're big, too. They're not like the small yeah. stones. No, no, these are big ones. Um, they're heavy. <laughs> yeah. Just to illustrate, like, what was going on in the mind of the right-wing, uh, you know, right-wing Facebook provocateur cohort... Brent Vanderhoof comments about this whole ordeal. Please start something. 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 So wild. Like, they want it. They want to fucking bring it. They want this shit. Think on peaceful thoughts. Think on peaceful thoughts. Yeah. This is what they were going crazy for. They were like, oh, this is now. Now the time of blood is now. Let's yeah. let's do it, folks. And so it, I'm going to try to like explain this as quickly and efficiently as possible. A bunch of Twitter accounts got a hold of this story. A bunch of Facebook accounts got a hold of this story. And people just started going to this guy because the guy posted his address on here, on, on his story as well. I'm going to play some audio. The story evolves from him saying that they were trying to get at him at work and so he ran away to his house and they were trying to get at him at work based on quote hearsay 
So this is just like the haters, you know, like the haters yeah. were talking shit and the cops heard about it and that's why they wanted to come talk to him and arrest him. It's just hearsay. Um, the cops are all word on the street is we need to be uh, coming for you. Another thing he said was that it was because his mags were too big, right? My my mags are just too dang big, baby. That's why they've I, heard about my big mags. That's and why coming for me. That's why I can't wear a condom. It's just too big. Um, Thirty round mags. They're they're illegal in New York City. Maybe they are. I don't know. People were interpreting this as like a red flag law violation that the cops yeah. were coming to do like a no-knock raid on him for having 30 round mags yeah uh brad brown however says i read an article that said they were there to speak to him over a domestic incident that happened earlier in the day what bullshit is this so i like this comment because it came out at the end that, yes, that's why the cops were there to uh, speak to him. That's, like, at least what's in the newspapers. That's what the official story is. That there was a domestic dispute, a domestic occurrence between him and his wife. Uh, and he was also wanted for, like, breaking and entering, trespassing, that sort of thing. Now, he said that it was because his mags were too big. And so that's why, like, I don't know. I, I, did, I don't know the exact number, but a number of, quote, patriots who had nothing better to do on a Saturday night drove out to try and, like, stop the cops from taking his mags away. Well, I, I love this. I love this, like, mentality. This person didn't want, like, this person wanted to somehow, like, deflect that he was being uh questioned or targeted because of domestic issues and would rather be like seen as a domestic terrorist totally like like no 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 it's not that i it's not that i had a you know a conflict with my wife it's that um they clearly know that i'm armed and ready yeah and i mean that's like a i don't know a, an excuse or an explanation that's tailor-made for his audience totally totally like oh i mean because in this case he, he of, can say he has the guns for his wife like I have to have him to protect her. Well, I was going to say they would say, of course, this bitch was lying uh, just oh, to yeah, get him in yeah. trouble. Like, that's what the response was. Like, that's... Yep. It's either the cops are lying, a domestic a domestic dispute literally never happens. That's literally never happened before, especially not with, like, uh, a returning Iraq war veteran. Yeah, uh, no way. And he, he, even if she did say that, well, she was obviously lying. Um, yeah, but I like this comment. I read an article that said there were, they were there to speak with him over a domestic incident that happened earlier in the day. What bullshit is this? So, like, you've seen, like, the memes, right? You've seen all the memes about how this is over a 30-round uh, magazine. And you've seen all the posts about how this is over a 30-round magazine. But then you read a frickin' article that, like, tries to convince you that it was over a domestic incident? What kind of bullshit are they trying here with this shit? Yeah, what are they trying to do here? <laughs> this is this is clearly about the mags. I read, I read several Instagram stories from Whiskey and Beer Lover America that this was over the 30-round 30, <laughs> 30 mags. What, what yeah, kind of bullshit is this what article? The police report says... I mean, like, I, wouldn't, get out of here. I wouldn't give a shit what the police report says either. No. But the difference is, like, if they are doing a seizure of your weapons, they're not going to lie about that. 
No, they don't have no, to. They, they don't have to make something up to do that. No, that's like a. Uh, that's almost you know more reasonable to these people. Like the reason that's a law on the books is so they don't have to fabricate a domestic incident in order to come to your house yes. and take your weapons. They yeah. don't have to have an excuse for that. Like I'm it's, not it's, I'm not a fan of red flag laws as we've discussed on this show. Uh but the red flag laws exist so they don't have to come up with a weird convoluted up, excuse. Yeah. yeah. Um Let's see where where to go now from here. So uh, one of the accounts that I was following <clears throat> called the Pigeon. This is like where I first saw it. I don't know what this fucking account is. Um, they were posting about it, and uh, they posted eventually that he was taken into custody peacefully because that's what happened. I guess we should yeah. say what actually happened. Dude is reported at least to have been taken into custody. He finally surrendered. Um, he said he wanted to surrender this whole time. I mean, not this whole time. Toward the end, he said he wanted to surrender peacefully or whatever. But the whole time, like, he became a hero for these people. He became a hero because he was, like, doing the whole epic come and get me redcoats thing on yeah. his Instagram. He was very drunk. He was drinking whiskey the whole time. He was, like, cheersing the front-facing camera with his with his uh yeti thermos of whiskey <laughs> yes yes i like how he was like i got it's it, it's not i can't be misnomer it's time time for the whiskey warrior to do his whiskey warrior thing yeah um and i can understand like why he would just want to be a meme you know why yeah. like you're you're all fucked up from going overseas and like killing people who didn't deserve it uh and just being like part of the meat in the meat grinder that is the military industrial complex um and you come back and you're like looking for i don't know some reason to live and and like now tens of thousands of people are following you and calling you epic and like you know george washington or so you're you're like you're like george washington if uh he was on the xbox <laughs> or whatever well well, it's like, you know, some people clout chase and sometimes the clout just comes to you and you have to grab it right then and there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Guy didn't even apparently have any weapons on him or at least he said he didn't have any weapons on him. The police, the, the, uh, reporting on it says that they didn't confiscate any weapons. I don't know if that means they didn't find any weapons or if they just didn't confiscate them because they were legally owned or whatever. Anyway, I wish I could have been there the moment he decided it like made sense to put on the flak jacket. He's probably already wearing the flak jacket. He probably yeah. woke up that day. <laughs> he wears it all the time. In the plate carrier. Yeah. Um so the pigeon posted, "Oh, you know, what whatever, like it, I guess it's over. I, I guess nothing actually happened." Um and somebody commented oh yeah then why are you deleting all your old posts like seven of your old posts have been deleted <laughs> and uh a couple of those posts they included a screenshot of a couple of the posts and uh you're right there buddy sorry sorry that's right i will be you're, you're not even puffing on the reefer what are you doing nope. over there dude <laughs> Just choking on my own saliva. Do you so get? I'm gonna die. Do you get higher on the saliva if you cough? Is it like weed? Yeah, you got to cough to get off. 
it, it stretches out your lungs. That way the saliva can get into more like nooks and crannies and get you higher. <laughs> is that is that the, the thought process there? That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. That's what they say because your lungs stretch out and the weed reaches a uh, lung that wasn't <coughs> normally touched by weed. Dang, dude. You're fucking stoned, I think, I think I'm... Bro. Uh, I'm almost there. I just don't understand weed culture. All right. Why would you want to cough? How is that cool? Um, it just makes the music sound better when you're done with it all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you can understand it through all that coughing, I guess. Okay, so the screenshots they this commenter included to like say, Hey, the pigeon, why are you deleting your old posts? Are you compromised? Have you been taken over by the FBI? And the old posts say, uh, one of them says, <coughs> Doc. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I think it's because I'm drinking coffee and not water <laughs> okay. to help cleanse the throat. Uh huh. I think we're through it though. I think we're through it. Okay. So the pigeon, the pigeon is obviously infiltrated. It appears that way. It appears that yeah. way. <laughs> Birds aren't real, folks. The pigeon is CIA surveillance. The pigeon wrote reports of shots fired in cemetery. <laughs> Which is like where some of the supporters were gathering. They were gathering in the cemetery by this dude's house. Uh, so reports of shots fired in the cemetery. And then another one uh, says, Update. Some users on 4chan are stating that the situation is definitely not over and chaos is still going on. <laughs> Some are stating that the police and the feds seized various social media accounts and posting fake information to calm down the population and discourage people from getting to the scene. Most definitely not certain and confirmed. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that last sentence. Yeah. I yeah. also like, imagine, imagine the feds posting fake inter information on the internet. Who would do such a thing? You have violated like your oath. You have violated your terms of service with Facebook by posting fake information. I like how like local sheriffs have like a psyop team ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also like how you're like, no, the people on 4chan are saying that it's actually still total chaos and carnage, and the revolution is happening down there for sure, says uh, some users on 4chan. <coughs> yeah. Now you got me in coughing. your face. In your face. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So the pigeon deleted those posts. Uh. And, yeah, somebody was like, what the fuck, bro? This page is compromised. <laughs> Travis Rasmussen <laughs> says, this page is compromised. And I just love that, like, you deleted the old posts because they weren't real, you're saying. But that makes me think that everything that it's still up isn't real, and the deleted stuff was real. But either way, just give me that fake shit that you deleted. Like, that's the uh, stuff also I want. If, if you already believe this stuff, then shouldn't you just be on 4chan anyways following it and not the pigeon? Yeah, that's a good point. That's interesting. Yeah. Fucking posers, man. Uh, so Richard Rigsby, in response to the uh, whole, like, I guess the ordeal is over. Uh, he got taken into custody. Richard Rigsby says, video or it didn't happen. Ooh, um, calling bluffs. So I need, I need video to prove that he was taken into custody non-violently or else I'm going to continue to believe that there was a violent shootout between uh, the FBI <laughs> and dozens of patriots who drove in from out of state. 
Yeah, and I mean, even if you go to the scene of the crime now, they could have cleaned that shit up. It's like, you know, you can't you can't trust anything. I love how like um, I love how people become like dutifully critical of media when it's something they don't like. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Then they got to really investigate it. Yeah, I'm not so sure about this whole oh it ended peacefully thing. Yeah, there's no because that doesn't happen. I also like in the mind like their mind there's like this there's this epidemic of you know like, uh, you know, white men dying violently in standoffs with the police. Like right. there's all this proof of this happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's well in their fantasies it does. You know what I mean? In yeah. in their fantasies, yeah. like Waco was two weeks ago. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's not like the FBI and the ATF ATF like learned from those exper experiences and have treated white terrorists with kid gloves ever since. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like no, even with the Bundy targeting. Ranch, even with the Bundy Ranch standoff, only one guy died. <laughs> yeah. Despite like the dozens of people who had guns pointed at Bureau of Land Management officers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pigeon posted again. Uh, this is turning into Schrodinger's Boogaloo. <laughs> um, so stupid. It's very stupid. I love it though. Uh, is is he even in the attic? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> God, the, E equals MC fucked. <laughs> like a, it's a, it's so like a brainy thing. It's like oh, you know, if we bring up Schrodinger's cat, yeah, that makes it sound smart, and we we have to be smart here. I'm not joking. The top comment was epic reference. Yes, I love the reference to that thing we all so fucking epic. know, man. Um, deep cut, deep yeah. cut shit right here. Deep, I think therefore I boogaloo. <laughs> Um, yeah, Boogaloo. So, for people who don't know, Boogaloo is like uh, Minions Law for for these people. Bo Boogaloo is is the Second Civil War, and I don't know the etymology of it, but I'm guessing it's because it's like Civil War Two Electric Boogaloo. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and it makes even now is it is it always spelled with all these crazy um, accents and umblouts on the the boogaloo? No, I think or is that just the thing they did here? I think that's just like cat speak. That's just oh, like okay, internet yeah, speak. Yeah. You make it cuter by doing like the accents and the Swedish characters and that sort of thing. But making it like Eastern European makes it cute because it's like whiter. Because it's goofy and there's like dots and yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Um. And I also think the, the it makes sense too with like the whole uh, electric boogaloo because uh, this is kind of like a digital civil war we're in. Yeah. For the electric thing. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. And James Henley asks the pigeon, "Is it over?" And the pigeon says, "At this point, I'm questioning if anything at all ever happened." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is is Whiskey Warrior a deep fake? Do we? even know like what's going on here just love this if you truly do your job as a right-wing meme lord uh no one will know you did anything at all or that anything of importance actually happened <laughs> yeah that's that's amazing and brian bailey says so people showed up and got arrested for nothing not even a passive form of resistance just quote i'm here come arrest me <laughs> and to be clear i don't know if anyone else was arrested 
I don't know if anybody yeah. else actually got arrested because the only people that were reporting in real time were like Ep Epic Bacon Whiskey Bro 69 who was just who deleted like every post after the fact. Uh I have another guy. I'm going to plug in this other bit of audio, a reporter on the scene who was live streaming. <laughs> and it's funny because he goes to talk to a cop and he's like, um, why are you doing a, a unconstitutional red flag raid on this on this dude? And the cop's just like, go, go stand over there. Yeah, please. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I will. I'm going to go see if I can talk to this guy. Evening, officer. I just want to know what the hell is going on here. I'll turn this off so I don't blind you. How are you tonight? Good, how are you? I want to know what's going on here, and if this is, in fact, a red flag investigation, why on earth do you want to support this unconstitutional stuff? You don't have to answer me, but I can sit here and I can videotape because I'm not You're crossing right, your you lines. Go back to where I asked you to stay. You didn't ask me anything yet. So you can't. All right, well, our perimeter is here, so you can't come close that, that post over there. All right, well, I'm ask you to step back. I'll step way. back. Thank you. But you should put police tape where you don't want okay. standard people. Go ahead, well, you know. I'm going to tell you verbally what I want you to know. Where's that? By your truck. By my truck. Okay. You know, this is BS, right? Oh, yeah, it's the fucking boys. Being fucking shit stained. Which is so stupid too, because like, I mean, that that's just how the cops are. I mean, you think the cops were aware of this whole side thing going on, or were they really confused by the people there showing support for Whiskey Warrior? Um, I think they be they were pretty confused, and then they realized what was going on because I think they saw like people with printed out memes, uh, yeah, <laughs> waving them around in the cemetery. <laughs> I wish that this was the kind of thing would happen on like an episode of Live PD. It's it's like a it's like a fucking vapor wave Pepe holding. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. A, they're they're like waving around a meme of a vapor wave Pepe head superimposed on a Roman statue that's holding like a Call of Duty AK forty seven. Yeah, it's like talking about his how big their mags are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a bunch of people just showed up to get arrested. Say I'm here, which would be funny. Like yeah, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like, would this be the time really to like stage your revolution? This is the only thing that gives me confidence is that these people are pretty unorganized. It would seem pretty. I wouldn't say I would say pretty uncommitted to the actual cause. <clears throat> yeah. Because if they're this desperate that some random guy on Instagram who probably, like, got into a fight with his wife and then tried to spin it into him being, like, uh, an, an epic, epic dude against the government, if they're that desperate as to, like, show up or spread this shit around, uh, maybe it means there's nothing actually in the works. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, because, like... <laughs> They have to have a they have to have a better like scapegoat here besides Whiskey Warrior, you know? Like were they gonna do like a Spartacus for Whiskey Warrior here? Well you know, were they all gonna like be was it how do you show solidarity for him, you know? I think it's a it's a good tactic to try and de arrest people or try to film the cops when they're doing stuff. Like that's fine, but these people are calling it the boogaloo. They're calling it yeah. the revolution. They're not yeah. calling it like we're gonna get this comrade out of 
an no, arrest. You're right. Yeah, we're not going to just help this one guy. This is like their their stand against tyranny. <laughs> is to drive to New York and watch the cops peacefully arrest this guy for fighting with his girlfriend. Or his I wonder wife. if they even like like made any type of ruckus. Do they like publicly boo that or like did they do anything? Or they probably just didn't do anything. They probably just sat there. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, so not even a passive form of resistance. Just quote, I'm here. Come arrest me. Uh, Trisha Lynn May replies, funny how Antifa gets away with some crazy shit though, eh? Y yeah. It's funny. You know that crazy shit. It's funny how Antifa's never been arrested. <laughs> they never get charged with any crimes. Yeah. Uh, Craig Mullen replies to Brian Bailey saying, Revolutions happen in steps. Best is to learn their tactics and what can be done better next time. How to, so is he like planning how to do a better like attic self-holdup <laughs> next time? Yeah. Yeah. Next time you have to bring more memes. Uh, next time bigger mags. You have to have like designated whiskey reporters on the scene, with like signs on their chest that that say, you know, uh, I'm I'm reporting from the bacon front or whatever, so everybody knows that that's the person you trust. Maybe like uh, use some like Snapchat glasses uh, to have like a better you know viewpoint of the whole revolution sure i mean when oakley starts making them yeah better, better hashtags <clears throat> um so if you're wondering like me why were there so many cops there for this like domestic incident or whatever that is kind of weird that they would send this many cops who eventually got there uh the reporting is that one cop like heard a gunshot and so that's when he called for backup which you know, take that with a grain of salt because cops hear gunshots all the time as a means of investigating yep. further or entering a building or whatever. Uh, so take that for what you will. But remember, cops are very easily spooked. Yeah. Um, but if you go to the guy's own Instagram, Whiskey Warrior, uh, you'll see a bunch of posts like this one, which says, "When you're an ATF agent outside of a outside of a vet's house." to conduct a red flag gun confiscation and you hear quote let the bodies hit the floor blasting from the inside and then it's ralph on the school bus saying i'm in danger um, I, like if you if you hear let the bodies hit the floor uh playing when you're going up to a thing i i hope your reaction is to start like laughing my reaction would be like oh there's some meth inside here yeah exactly this guy, I, yeah, it's just, I did he, like, just watch, or whoever made this meme, because he didn't make this meme, but did whoever make this meme just watch, like, Fahrenheit 9-11 or whatever? Is that, is that in the movie? Yeah, it's going over, like, the playlist of what the, what the troops are listening to, and Drowning oh, Pool yeah, is huh. one of them. I forgot about that. <laughs> No, that's it. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. But yeah, this guy is just like posting about how uh, he's going to kill the ATF when they come to his house. <laughs> yeah. And this is so back that's in probably why. this is back in June 24, uh, June 24th. So it's possible that he's preoccupied with shooting it out with the government. Uh, his, Yo, what, what is what is hashtag alphabet soup mean? Alphabet soup, the are the it's like the alphabet agencies. That's what they call them. Oh, okay. The okay, FBI, yeah. ATF, CIA. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
And his uh, avatar on Instagram is Scarface shooting the automatic rifle, but with like a troop's head over Scarface's head. Uh, yeah, so I can't possibly understand why cops would <laughs> think he was going to shoot police officers knocking on his door. Um, That's amazing. Well, I mean, was he playing the song or not? If he's playing the song, they have probable cause. If not, then, you know, they're just really being dramatic. Yeah. Which they probably did hear the song. He probably was playing the song. It's probably his ringtone. Maybe he was playing uh, Saliva, and the officer didn't hear a gunshot, but he did hear click, click, boom. Ooh, that's true. That's true. That's why he called for backup. <laughs> it's like a really bad Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you to the count of three before I pump your rotten guts full of lead. One, two, click, click, boom! I'm on my side because of stereo. <laughs> the cops it's a more like realistic the cop shot. is like scrambling over the Roman statuaries in the front yard, yeah. <laughs> like jumping away from the door, like doing a tuck and roll. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, a couple more comments here. Josh Henderson says so okay so another factor in this story was that uh this dude has ptsd supposedly and he said that his friend told the cops that he had ptsd and he would shoot it out with the cops if they ever tried to come do anything to him which i mean he says as much himself all over his instagram account not necessarily the ptsd thing but definitely the um want to die in like a hail of glory you know with the cops um and so in part of the reporting after the fact you know they uh mentioned that the the pt possible ptsd factor which does seem to be in play here josh henderson writes they use mental illness as a catchphrase spelled like craze Mm -hmm. They use mental illness as a catchphrase, and people eat it up because they hear mental illness and think the guy on the corner yelling at the light pun CNN in himself, not the guy who gets anxious in crowds because of what he saw or the guy who is in a punk because of who he lost. None of that makes them a risk to themselves or others. But the sheep vote these ass clowns in and go with whatever they say rights be damned. It's so confusing because, like, they have... There's valid points in this statement, but then it's all, like... This person's saying, listen, mental illness isn't just the person talking to them in the corner. It's just people who may have PTSD. But then it also goes on to say, and like, so we also don't have to take that seriously. Yeah, he said, yeah. It's so it's so wild. And also just the overall syntax um, of this comment, the way it's written, uh, is a little worrisome. And uh, if you look at his profile pic, it's him firing a gun. Yes, yeah. In his army uh, gear and a sweatshirt. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just a bummer. It's just like, yeah, Josh, you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't need to be taken more seriously, and maybe we can like help you out, but like, and it sucks if this if stuff like this is going to lead people to not uh, what would you call it like not coming forward when they do have PTSD. 
Exactly, yeah. It's a br- true. It's going to be really bad if this has the, the opposite effect, if the discussion around PTSD has the opposite effect of people, like, trying to go get help when they need it. Yeah, Which that, that's what it seems like. Things like, seems like having a mental health database uh, for gun ownership, I mean, that's kind of a factor in there. People are yeah, not going to go to the doctor when they need to because they love their guns so much or they think they need them or they just want them, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like this guy wants to this guy has extended like a very very valid point and like trying to but he doesn't want to like destigmatize mental illness. It's almost like he wants to like make it seem like it's not a factor. Like it exists but it's not important. It's really confusing the statement. Yeah, he's saying like people who have PTSD it just means that they're like socially awkward or they're uncomfortable yeah. or they're sad it doesn't mean that they're capable of self-harm which i mean it not all cases of PTSD would mean that but some of them certainly do i mean veteran suicide is a a huge issue it's a, it's something yeah. that actually happens it's like an epidemic as far as i know so it's it's not every case, but it's 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 not that PTSD never involves that. I want to read yeah. just with this one last uh, paragraph from the article about this story. Um, in a Veterans Day post on his Instagram page, Booth says that he was 19 when he was first deployed to Afghanistan, which is crazy. Yeah. Booth describes it was, quote, one of the most shitty hostile places on the planet. My experience there helped make me the man I am today. What a sad sentiment. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's illustrative. It's illuminating. Yeah. I also yeah. like that he calls the place that he was deployed to to attack uh a hostile place. It's a very interesting <laughs> way of describing that. Is very that. interesting, yep. Very indicative of probably how warped this young man's view uh is. Uh and yeah. Yeah, I, I we can thank our government. We can thank Obama and Bush for having a hand in mm-hmm. making this young man the man he is today. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, military-industrial complex. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to uh, the second topic of the night, which is a article from Breitbart. Here, I'm going to read the headline: Pope eliminates pork from banquet out of respect for Muslims. Which is great. <laughs> Which is great, Breitbart. Come on. This is a good thing, right, Breitbart? You're talking about how sweet the Pope is and how considerate he is. Uh, I love it. To the, to the Muslims. I love how innocuous this headline is. But just because Breitbart is the one who posted it, you're like, oh, you guys. Yep, yep, oh, totally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I when I first read it, uh, when I first sent when you first sent it to me, I was like, "Oh, this is like interesting. People will be upset about it." And then you're like, "Oh, Breitbart." I'm like, "Oh, people are really upset about yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. They posted this to get people upset, and I love it. They don't have to even do any. I mean, there's a little editorializing with the out of respect for Muslims because there's no like quotation marks around it. Um, if it were a direct quote, then it could be considered like more hard reporting, but this still is very little editorializing for Breitbart because that is why the pork was removed from the, from the menu. (laughs) So, oh, it's just so good. Such a, such a nice, wholesome headline, but it's in 
just the, one of the worst spaces possible on the internet. So you know it's <laughs> atrocious. You know something bad's so, coming. Yeah, you know you're supposed to think the opposite of this. You know it's there as like a cautionary tale about what happens when you respect Islam too much. You, your yeah. pork gets taken away. Um, okay, Rome. Pope Francis invited 1,500 mostly poor people to lunch this weekend to celebrate the World Day for the Poor and requested that all pork be removed from the menu so as not to give offense to the Muslim guests. Uh, this Sunday marked the third annual celebration of the World Day of the Poor, a Catholic commemoration established by Pope Francis in November 2016 to celebrate the end of the Jubilee Year of Mercy. The World Day of the Poor should be, quote, a day to help communities and each of the baptized to reflect on how poverty is at the very heart of the gospel and that as long as Lazarus lies at the door of our homes, there can be no justice or social peace, Francis said on establishing the feast. So again, just like this stuff is fine. This is like the yeah. best thing that I, you could hear from the Catholic Church, basically. The Pope held the Sunday banquet for 1,500 guests inside the Paul uh, VI Hall in the Vatican, offering a meal that intentionally eschewed pork out of respect for any Muslims present, according to reports. Instead, quote, or instead, chunks of chicken with mushroom cream were served along with potatoes. Okay, so this is a feed the poor banquet. This isn't like a ceremonial banquet no. for, like... I don't know, celebrities or or pe members of the church or something like that. This is like a a service that they're doing for the poor. They are not like they don't have a men like would you would you like the steak or the chicken? Like it's not like that. It's you get a big you get a tureen full of whatever gr yes. gruel they have and it's the because they didn't want to use pork, it is chicken and mushroom sauce or mushroom broth or whatever it's not like no pork was allowed on the side <laughs> it's not like that no no not at all it's like this is this is actually uh this is an efficient and like thoughtful way to prepare a lot of food for a lot of people um while also accommodating most people that are going to be there unfortunately the poor vegans were shit out of luck good point but you know but the muslims got taken care of yeah uh, you can have some taters you can have some taters I hope I hope so. Yeah, uh, the ge this is this paragraph's funny. I didn't really have to include it. I hope other people think it's funny. The gesture echoed a similar move this past October by the Archbishop, the Archbishop of Bologna, Matteo Maria Zuppi, who commissioned a pork-free version of Bologna's iconic tortellini pasta for the feast of the city's patron Saint uh, San Petronio, so that Muslims would feel welcome. Bologna and no pork. What? What's up with what? that? Come on. Come on. That's not baloney at all, then. Archbishop Zuppi, now a cardinal, dubbed the modified pasta, quote, welcome tortellini. <laughs> That's adorable. But many locals decried the alteration as, quote, culinary blasphemy. I mean, sure. Whatever. It's not, it's not the tradition. Yeah, you know, I mean, some might say comparing a food choice... Uh, as to dishonoring God, you know, comparing like the removal of pork from the menu as a dishonoring of God. Some might say that's like the real blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's it's funny too that like this is all being pinned on like Muslims when, you know, most people of the Jewish faith don't eat pork either. And people didn't miss that. People didn't miss that distinction. And people were but just in the just in the writing here. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that might have been their stated goal. They might have specifically mentioned the Muslims and not the Jewish yeah. people. I don't know. I don't have any direct quotes that involve that have the word Muslim in it. That's a very good question. I wonder if it was for the Muslim and Jewish guests. Yeah, I I mean, maybe just because of, you know, like just because of Muslim relations throughout you know, throughout Europe right now are are being so under the microscope anyways right now. That's probably what sure. it, what it is. That makes more sense, but yeah. Quote, the presence of the poor makes us breathe the fresh air of the gospel where the poor in spirit are blessed, he added. Instead of feeling annoyed when they knock on our doors, let us welcome their cry for help as a summons to go out of ourselves, to welcome them with God's own loving gaze. And that's how the article ends. <laughs> the article yeah. ends with the most wholesome quote possible uh from the pope about loving the poor how loving the poor is like the greatest act of i don't know um spirituality possible how to to know the poor is to know god and uh tom hess replies he's not the pope he belongs on the end of a rope wild wild so what i love about this statement and this goes throughout the whole thing so if you, so a lot of people catholics included think that this guy is is a bad pope because of how progressive he is. Yeah. He's the commie pope. The irony of that is is that if you're Catholic, you do believe that um the pope is picked in a divine fashion and that it's actually like the word of God that that dictates who the pope is. Yeah. So like when you're doing this, you're so mad about someone being progressive that you're ready to call God a liar. How okay, so I like that point. But that's always like struck me as weird, right? You're you were raised Catholic. You were you were one of those weird Catholics. Yeah. How do you reconcile different popes giving different edicts? How is that like squared? Uh I mean, you, you don't. You don't. You just go. Well, you know, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> it's all for a reason. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, like the reason why the reason why like Pope John Paul Pope john paul ii was like so great is because they knew that they had to like let mother Teresa kill all those people in india <laughs> yeah there were people who were like self-described catholics saying that this pope was going to burn in hell yeah no no they go some some people think he's like an antichrist yeah you know that's a bit that's the they, big thing is that he's yeah that, that god god allowed him to be put in there so that they can you know we can end this shit <laughs> um frank Caruso says, well, bless his heart. Paul Benton replies, needs to be blessed with a 762. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Which I'm assuming I is like they... a, a caliber of some kind. Right. It's like a weapon, right? Yeah, as I say, I hate it because you know it's something violent because they can't just say bullet. So they have to say, I think a 7.62 a seven, 7. is definitely some sort of caliber um, that's most efficient for piercing hearts. Yeah. Um, so I just love this. Like the Pope said, we should love the poor. Like, you know, they're, they're of God. Uh, you cannot possibly have justice while Lazarus is suffering at your doorstep. And these guys are like, well, kill that Pope. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> what is he doing trying to feed, feed? Is he, that's what's really funny too. They're just mad about feeding Muslims. Not even, they, they, they're like, they, they want their bacon and they don't want, they don't want Muslims to have part of this food. Yeah, they. I don't even think they think a Muslim people are going to be there. They're just mad that he made a They're gesture. Just mad, yeah. That he made a gesture towards the Muslim community. Uh, take my pork 
away from the poor. <laughs> like you're not even gonna yeah. ostensibly ever get this this pork. Like no, you can just no. you could probably afford some pork. You know, like all these people talk are talked about how much they like pork. They're probably still gonna get their pork, even though uh, Pope said you know no pork for the poor. These people are probably still gonna get their pork, and they're still like nope. Got to go. Nope. I want it. I want a chance for my 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 popal pork. I want uh, the Pope to be to be hanged at the end of a rope. Yes, for, because I can't for, have my free pork at because I can't go to Rome for my free pork at this one <laughs> this one meal. How many people do you think? Well, let me phrase it. Uh, take a guess as to how many people made the. Uh, I thought it was supposed to be when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Oh, oh probably so fucking many. yeah i saw at least two oh, yeah. yeah at least yeah probably a, probably a, a grip yeah when in when in rome the bible says give to caesar what is caesar's and my caesar loves pork yeah yeah when in rome do as the muslims do apparently uh <laughs> they're just taking over john pratt says oink 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 love my pig which is weird because, like, you're saying you're a pig and you want to, like, you're oinking like you are a pig, mm -hmm. but you want to eat the pig. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fucked up, John. You know, maybe you want to think about what's going on there. Yeah, I could, maybe he's saying, like, oink, 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 I am just a pig for pig. Oh, he's like, um, he's like the kid from, uh, yeah. From uh, it, a Christmas it. story. Yeah, that one. Oh, uh, I, I can't, I, I don't even know what he says. He just does, like, the. Yeah. Sound and he's like, oh, and he like eats like a trough, like the, eats yeah, that like a. The mom says, "What noise does the piggy make?" Yeah, and yeah. and he says, "Stop, you're under arrest." And then, <laughs> and then the mom laughs, and he like sticks his face in the food. That was like the scariest scene. I know you're supposed to be like scared of Scud Farkas in that movie, but the scariest scene was definitely the kid and the mom like laughing maniacally while he's shoving his face into his plate of food. It's really fucked. It's really, it's like up there with like the, it's up there with like the, the, the gummo spaghetti bathtub scene. <laughs> like Dude, that's the same that as the a, bacon taped to the wall, <laughs> eating the spaghetti in the dirty bath water. That is a Photoshop right there. <laughs> yeah. Get, get on that folks. Uh, so John Pratt says, oink, 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 love my pig. Uh, and then John Pratt also says, the Pope is the false prophet. He is Satan's brother. <laughs> Which is like a lot of credit. I mean, like, uh, the Satan have a brother. I've never like, I think he was not even the spawn. He's the brother. He's it's yeah. This is great. Um, I love these two comments together because these are two separate comments. And if you didn't listen to this show, you would think that these were two separate people making these comments nope. because the first one seems so different than the second. But this is just like a great I don't know microcosm. Of what this show illustrates, uh, that these people are extremely childish uh, and yeah. weird, and then also like violently stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oink oink oink. Love my pig. The Pope is a false prophet. He is Satan's brother. Like it's the same mind that did both of those comments. Yep. Yeah. And it makes. I mean, it makes sense to me now. It might not have before. Unfortunately. Uh, termites are good says will hot take hot take. so remember the headline here is pope eliminates pork from banquet out of respect for muslims uh termites are good says will the muslims get rid of the quran out of respect to christian nations 
Well, I heard they did stop force feeding people the Quran. They stopped taking pieces of the Quran and shredding it up and putting it down people's throats. They did stop doing yeah. that. So yes, uh, the American government has not stopped doing that though. Depending on which no. black site you're at. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there were a lot of takes like this. This is like if you saw the live show or if you listened to the live show uh, from the bonus episode, it's the same thing as oh, is Black Lives Matter going to be banned from the police stations? Yeah, you know, same concept. The same concept as this. But um, it's funny because, yeah, will the Muslims get rid of the Quran out of respect to Christian nations? So the, the Quran, of course, being the Muslims' holy text, they're asking the Muslims to get rid of their holy text. And if we're doing an SAT, uh, what, what do you call those... Uh, yeah, this is to that is that is this yeah, do, those things. That's what they're called. That's the technical term for them. Analogy, I think maybe is yeah, the right yeah. word. If I had taken the SATs, I might know the word analogy. Uh, if you're doing that, if you're doing that SAT thought experiment here, uh, the Quran is the holy text to the Muslims, much like pork is the holy text to the American. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it, yeah. We were forced to get rid of pork. Are they going to get rid of their holy instruments? Quran is to Muslims as bacon is to Americans. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, and yeah, there were a lot of takes, you know, wondering what we're going to get rid of. <laughs> what what are what are we going to get rid of next? Uh, but that was the best What's the one. equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Arntz says... I don't think so. And I don't know what he's saying. I don't think so, too. Because yeah, me neither. the headline is Pope eliminates pork from banquet out of respect for Muslims. David Arntz says... It's like, says, well, that's happening, whether you like it or not. David Arntz says, I don't think so, and includes uh, one of the more disturbing pieces of artwork I've found in doing this show. Uh, it is a comic digital comic drawn digitally of a superhero <laughs> named bacon man yep and you're seeing the bust of bacon man he's wearing a cape uh but his head looks like like the slim jim guy kind of kind of yeah this is also yeah. a very like rudimentary matte graining drawing, like just circles for eyes and like square white teeth. It, but the color of it, I guess it's supposed to be bacon colored. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's brown. It's kind of red. It's, it's tan with like red veins. So, it, but it looks, it just looks like when Bart gets turned inside out at the end of that episode of Halloween, <laughs> tr Treehouse yeah, of Horror. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it's, it's a bacon superhero. It says yep. Bacon Man at the top. And then there's a speech bubble from Bacon Man that says, Sorry, Sand Pounders. I'm, comma, here to stay. Uh, they're going to eat me whether you like it or not. I'm going to get eaten. Also, like, when they say sound pound, Sand Pounders, they they're implying that, like, Muslim people have sex with the desert? No, um, there's a phrase called, go, there's a phrase that's go pound sand, which oh. just means, like, leave. Okay. It's not okay. associated with a race, as far as okay. I know, but they mean, like, a slur. They mean a different slur that has sand in it. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, gross. I I knew it was racist. I didn't. I knew that. But it's like I don't know if it's intentionally vague or if they just are that stupid. Um, either way, this is really bizarre. Bacon Man. He's my superhero. That's like what if what if like the food you really liked were a freaking superhero? Yeah. I mean, in case people want to know what this looks like. Uh, if we do reach uh, $5,000 on the Patreon, I uh, will get this tattooed on me. Oh, no. Um, so, so uh, yeah, you can see it then. Um, I'll post it on the social media. <laughs> I, don't, I, I will do that just so you don't get the tattoo. <clears throat> um, I like this because it's like, I don't know, the conservative version of what the liberals are doing with like expressing politics through superhero movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly it's exactly the equivalent. Like we I need, totally we see need that. a uh, Captain Marvel in order to do feminism. Yeah, we need a Wonder Woman in order to fight the patriarchy or whatever. Uh, I'm glad the right wing is getting in on the action by saying we need a fictitious superhero called Bacon Man to fight Islam. To fight Islam and the soy boys. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, just once again, like, this is sort of an encapsulation of, like, the the racism and the childishness of the American right. Yeah, totally. Um, because it's just so ineffectually racist. It's just like, yeah. what would you call it? It's, it's like, um, performative. It's like performatively racist. I'm going to draw a picture of anthropomorphic bacon to be racist, and it's not actually going to, like do anything i mean it, no. it will like i guess help perpetuate anger towards muslims or something but it's really just like you're i don't know in your own little bubble laughing to yourself about bacon man um yeah like my my like my like you know my my veganism isn't like triggered by this sight of a of a comic book uh, really poorly drawn bacon superhero i'm not like i'm not i'm not mad yeah that's true when you when you think about it uh vegans are uh, equally oppressed with the muslim people in america i, I agree with you <laughs> when you put it that way I, <laughs> that's exactly what i was shooting for there that's exactly what i was <laughs> leaning, um, leaning in there <laughs> but it, i also love how childish this is yeah totally bacon man this is like it's like a kid came up with like uh, look, I drew a new su superhero. Uh, he's called Tricycle Man. And he's just a tricycle, because I like to ride my tricycle, but he's a superhero, too. And he likes the tricycle, too. And that's why he's such a good superhero. Uh-huh. Tricycles, huh? Yeah, and then you, like, pretend like you're going to put it on your fridge, and you just throw it away. But instead, you post on the internet and, like, hope that you're triggering everybody. Uh, I came up with a new superhero. He's called Pikachu Man. <laughs> it's not Pikachu. It's Pikachu it's Man. It's Pikachu Man. It's a it's a man that's a big fan of Pikachu's. <laughs> just a Pikachu guy. You won't get rid of my Pikachu's. I know you've been trying to get rid of my Pikachu's, but we will continue to serve Pikachu's thanks to Pikachu Man. He's gonna fight he's gonna fight all the people who play Digimon. He's just here to represent like white men that love Japanese culture. <laughs> You won't take this away from me. It's a, it's a guy with a Pikachu hat and a sword. Yeah, he's going to kill all the fans of Minecraft because Pokemon yeah. is superior. Yeah. 
I don't even know how to game. Okay, one more comment here. Uh, this is from the Breitbart comment section. Uh, EOD says, I'm shocked this Pope did not serve the Muslims cooked Jew. He caters uh -huh. to the Muslims. Mm -hmm. He believes it is his job on earth to cater to the Muslims. Um, well, joke's on you, friend, because... Uh, Catholics actually do serve up uh, Jew every every mass because <laughs> um, Jesus was in fact a Jew and they do consume Jew flesh wow. every mass and it is actually a very it's, it's a huge part of the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> you just blew my mind. Here I was thinking the Muslims were the most anti-Semitic religion possible uh, yeah. but no it's it's the Catholics. It's, yeah who actually literally yeah, yeah. eating Jew <laughs> but don't worry, it's a, it's like one Jew. It's only one Jew that they've been eating for hundreds of years now. And he uh, just uh, little bits of flesh, he volunteered. Little, little bits of blood. He volunteered he for did. it. He did. People thought the whole like you know loaves of bread and fish was impressive, but the way he's been able to make his uh, his his flesh and blood stretch for so long is pretty impressive. So yeah, I'm shocked this Pope did not serve the Muslims cooked Jew, uh, Apache twelve who has like a battleship as their avatar on Breitbart replies, how did you manage to get the word J dash dash past the mods? Every time I've used it, my comment is put on hold, usually permanent hold. <laughs> you must be praying some pretty, saying some pretty fucked up stuff, Apache, to get you saying Jew on Breitbart put on hold. Like, I just you, love you're it. saying yeah. some wild shit. Listen, every time I try to say the J word, they won't let me do it. I'm always trying to say that J word, and they're always not letting me do it. I like to imagine that he's really thinks he's oppressed, but what's happening is he's just out of like data. It's not uploading. But no, per permanent permanent hold. No, I, I believe 100% that Breitbart does not allow people to use the J word in their comment sections because yeah, they, totally. they have had issues in the past. Yeah, totally. It's, it's it's been it's been tough. But I just love that he's like, every time I've used it, <laughs> like I like we've said the J word more times on this episode than I think any other episode. Yeah. I I can't remember the last time I typed the J word out. No, uh, no. And it's just yeah, it's interesting that somebody would um, have such cause, have such occasion to keep wanting to use that J word, but they just won't let me. I mean, I only use it when I'm making my menu for the mass, uh, for mass. Right. We're talking yeah. about Jesus. Still talking about Jesus. Still talking, Still about, talking Jesus. about Jesus, flesh and blood. That's a good callback. Yep. Call that a callback, and this is a blackout, where we pull down the <laughs> curtain and end the episode. And I'll say the last word so that we're actually fading to black. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks for listening. We had a fun time on tour. Uh, thanks to all the new friends we met. Uh, yeah. Thanks thanks to all the new listeners. Give us a shout-out. Join that Facebook group. Uh, if you're not familiar, we have a Facebook group. Um, lots of fun going on in that group. It is called a uh, it is called Minion Death Commandos. Uh, go ahead and search for that. And by the way, uh, both of our names are Alexander and Tony. <laughs> Alexander and Tony. And Tony are the hosts of the That's show. That's who hosts the show. Um, That's true. If you're in like other cool groups on Facebook, I'll just let you in anyway, even if you don't answer the 
the questions, but it's a good idea to answer the questions if you want into that Facebook yeah. group. If you want to support the show and get a ba- uh, bonus episode every week, go to patreon.com slash minion death cult, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash minion death cult. Uh, $3 a month gets you the, that bonus episode. $5 a month gets you the bonus episodes and a pack of stickers. We also, I think, are going to have some some fun other giveaways for Patreon subscribers. Uh, yeah, we're going to have some perks. Uh, we're going to make it. We're going to give you some some more more reasons to head on to the Patreon. Uh, we got some stuff up our sleeves coming up. Yeah, we really appreciate all the support we've been getting over there. And uh, once again, thanks for listening to the show. Bye, folks. Thank you so much. Bye. Like this. Alright, here we go. What are you doing? I'm trying to be a concentrator!